Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today we have Ashley Anderson, Director of Development at the Muncie Children's Museum. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A two-part virtual workshop. Another two-parter. Two-parter. Because there's so much information, they have to split it in two. Yes. Like an atom. You must split it in two. Well, then you have some major Schaefer energy coming at you. <laughs> Absolutely. This one is going to be on November 16th and 17th. That's a Tuesday and Wednesday from 2 to 3.30 each day. What's going to be about? You're driving me crazy. No wonder it's split in two. Yeah, you need two days for this one. <laughs> Using emotional intelligence at work. Emotional intelligence? Yeah. What's that? Well, you're going to learn to identify the six most common behaviors that drive you crazy. I think I could list a lot more than that, but okay, we'll stick That's to six. That's just about me. Uh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, when you, when you work with your husband, it's a whole set of di- different set of things that drive you crazy. You're going to practice four steps to change your reaction. And you'll learn valuable techniques to improve almost any work relationship. Now, when's this going to happen again? Tuesday, November 16th, and Wednesday, November 17th, from 2 to 3.30 each day. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Ashley Anderson, Director of Development at the Muncie Children's Museum. Welcome. Hi. Thanks, guys, for having me. No problem. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Uh, It's fall break, so we got back yesterday from a little trip out to Colorado. Yeah, I saw it, like... I knew we had scheduled this, and then mm-hmm. I saw on Facebook that you were in Colorado. I'm like, well, yep. I'm assuming she's coming back, but <laughs> I, <laughs> Yes, I am here. I would, of course, show oh, up for you. Oh, I know you, you yeah. showed up, but yeah. I was like, wow, she's a world But you are today. the only one on my schedule, well, so. Good. Yeah. It's good. Well, tell us all about your position over there at the Children's Museum. Okay. Well, Director of Development. Um, I raise money to, you know, give you the short answer. I've been there since January 2020, which was very interesting because I started the very end of January and I was very pregnant at the time. So six weeks into my job, I had my baby. And then that was on March 12th, 2020. And that Friday (laughs) was the last day any of the kids went to school. And that next week, everything shut down. So my maternity leave was interesting because I was home, but nobody else, everybody else was home too. So yeah, it kind of worked out okay, I guess. Um, But it's been really fun. I was actually a board member for the Children's Museum for two years prior to me getting that position. They didn't have a full-time development director prior to me. They did have somebody part-time but they were ready to expand that position. And I thought it would be a great opportunity and um, put my, I guess, name in there and uh, was fortunate enough to get the position and have been doing some really exciting and fun things along the way and have really gotten to know more about the Children's Museum. And it's a really cool place. 
Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we love the Children's Museum. Mm-hmm. Back when Audia went to preschool down here, she used to go to preschool at Angels on High. And so I would walk down there and pick her up from school. And then we'd walk back down. Mm-hmm. We'd go to like the Barking Cow or whatever. And then we, I mean, we had an annual pass. So we'd just go to the Children's Museum and she loved it. She thought, it was, I mean, she still loves it. It's amazing. Yeah. I have a similar experience because oh, I don't know, a handful of years ago, um, we lived downtown and um, Asher at the time, who is, is now 10, my son, he was just like turning five, I think. He had just started kindergarten. So it was a perfect like for the weekend or, you know, during the day, during the summer, head over there. And I, I think that's really when I started to show some more interest and learn more about it. And then it kind of, so that was, kinda, yeah, the beginning of it, I guess. Awesome. But yeah. Now, you're a very active person because we follow you on social media, of course, <laughs> and you're always taking selfies, walking, running, doing stuff. Yeah. So uh, you're also a fitness guru yeah. kind of person, right? Yep. So a little bit of my background, um, I actually went to school here at Ball State for exercise science. And then my master's after that was wellness management. So exercise, physical activity. I've always had an interest and passion for that. And that led me to the YMCA here in Muncie. So I worked for the Y and I started out in the fitness area, personal trainer, and then just kind of got deeper into the Y and different leadership positions. And my time at the Y really introduced me to more of that nonprofit um, leadership role, as well as you know, fundraising and development, um, working with volunteers. So that gave me some experience in a different area, of course. So that um, was where my exercise history came from, but I've never let go of it because it's always been a part of who I am personally. But then, yes, I still, um, after I left the Y, I had a few years there. I was trying to figure out really what I wanted to do. So I got back into personal training, became a yoga teacher, and Uh, So still do some of that on the side. And I think what you see this year on social media, my really crazy challenge that I gave myself for 2021, my husband was probably about to kill me by now because we're close to the end of the year. And he has really um, been by my side through it. But I challenged myself to get outside every single day, um, some intentional time outside. And it has been a great little adventure, and we're winding the year down. But, I was going to say, that's uh, probably pretty hard on the uh, snowy and rainy days, right? Um, rain is worse than the snow. Yeah. Uh, we started <laughs> January 1. There was some snow and ice on the ground. Um, but we have realized, or at least I have realized, that what I once thought was cold really isn't that bad if you dress for it. True. So <laughs> we um, we dress for the, the cold, and... You know, there's some exciting adventures, you know, that we've spent outside. Like we just went to Colorado, Rocky Mountain National Park, and we were able to do some hiking. Um, but it's also a lot of walks in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I don't get it in, it's 9 p.m. sitting on my balcony outside with a beverage and just enjoying the silence or nighttime. So well, it looks different many cool. different ways. Well, yeah. and I know we've been on some boards together and sometimes mm-hmm. when we've done like our Zoom board meetings, I see Ashley's like on her, you turn off your camera eventually, but like you're like walking, like yes. you're on a walk with your headphones in and on the board meeting. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's, that's great. And mm-hmm. I just, I think that's pretty cool. That has absolutely <laughs> happened before. Sometimes I don't plan that well. 
And sometimes I, sometimes I do. But th- those are usually good planning days when I'm like, okay, I can do this and this at the same time. And <laughs> no, that'll work. No, I think work. it's great yeah. the way, you know, it used to be in the before times, you know, you had a board meeting. Yes. Everybody has, gets to, which is great getting together and seeing each other face to face. But we've also changed and shifted. We're like, we don't all have to be in the same room together. And we can, we can be on a Zoom call. I've been on a board meeting call in my car on our way back from vacation before and things like that. My kids didn't really love it, but you know, it. It is what it is. And Absolutely. It's kind of shifted the way we, we do things. Yep. And then when you hop on those Zoom calls right at the exact time it starts, so you don't have to leave, you know, 20 minutes early and arrive. And Absolutely. So it I, is a little convenient. It makes mm-hmm. the morning board meetings, because I'm not a morning person, it yep. makes the morning board meetings a little easier when you can just click on click on the button and not I have to you. travel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, are, are you a Munsonian or someplace else? Yes. No, I'm from Muncie. Um, I went to high school at Wapahani. Okay. So, um, I, <laughs> yep, Wapahani Raider all the way through. Um, most of my family still lives in the area and a state of Ball State. My mom worked for Ball State for many years. She was actually the ticket office manager in Men's Auditorium. Okay, okay, cool. And retired from there. But when I was looking for colleges, you know, when I graduated from high school, it was I was very interested in TCOM. Yeah. And Ball State's a great school for that. And she worked there. So although I changed my major a couple of times, I walked away without any student debt. So it was a win. And then just yeah. life kept me here. And I think the older you get, the more you appreciate the area. So. Tell us about your family. So I am um, married to John Anderson. He's involved in the community quite a bit too. Yeah. And we have a blended family. So he has uh, three older kids. Um, right now they're senior, junior, and a freshman in high school. Okay. I have a fifth grader, and then we together have a one and a half year old. So we are really starting over. You might think we're crazy. Now we are fun. in. We did. The you got same it right. <laughs> exactly. Ours go from seven to twenty-seven. So yeah. here we, we are. We yes. understand the blended family, and then also starting over. How's the teenage years going for you? Um, you know, they are really good kids. Are they? I you think got lucky? so. Okay. They. I. Yep. Well, she <laughs> has to say that she's on the podcast. Yes. No. They. They really are good kids. I think. You know. I think of when I was a teenager and just some of the situations that parents had to deal with. And um, I think, yeah, everybody's gotten pretty lucky. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What other kind of organizations are you part of? Well, um, I am a member of Altrusa International Months, Indiana. I've been in Altrusa for many years now, um, which is hard to believe because I swear I'm not getting any older, but <laughs> apparently I am. And I've had uh, several different leadership positions with Altrusa. I'm also on the Altrusa Foundation board. I've been um, just finished out my presidency of that board. And I'm also... Uh, because of my fitness background, American College of Sports Medicine, I have my personal training certification, um, which is ACSM, and a member of that, as well as the Yoga Alliance. I'm a registered yoga teacher. So, um, yeah, I think that's mostly it. Okay. I'm also on the board of the Muncie Civic Theater. Okay. We're on the board together yep. there. So I, I actually can't just that. rolled off the okay. board, but yes, yep. we've all been... Matt has been and Amy in the office. We're yeah. all, we are all supporters of the theater. Of course. It's a great organization. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I think that's it I right mean, now. I think that keeps you pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with the kids, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I backed off a little bit once the baby came, but I always like to be involved. So, But Matt and I always say there's like a million things to do around 
Muncie as far as networking and development and all mm-hmm. of that. So you really do have to be strategic about your time and where you go and what you devote your resources to and all of that. So I would agree. Right. Yep. Just what, you know, serves you the best in that, that time. And, you know, you'd like to do everything, but life just doesn't let you do it. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what does success mean to you? That's a loaded question. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. That's a good question. Um, I think it can mean a lot of different things. Um, when I think about it, I feel like first I, w- I was thinking, well, maybe it's, you know, content, like when you feel content, but then I don't really ever want to feel content because, you know, there's always more to do or to achieve. Um, so I really think it's about happiness, feeling happy. And that can come from a lot of different ways. And sometimes that's just a mental shift, right? That realization that you might be successful already and don't give it enough credit. So I think um, that happiness consistent happiness and feeling happy with where you are and what you're doing that would be mean success for me what kind of advice would you give us uh couch potatoes out there (laughs) (laughs) um what i've learned over the last couple of years is that any kind of movement is good it's consistency i think um really is the key to just you know we're we our, our bodies are made to move, so we have to use our body. If we don't use our body, then it, it de- deteriorates, right? <laughs> so it's really about movement. I have walked more and more over the last couple of years than I have anything else. I used to – now, I really like other forms of exercise, lifting weights, and, and so on. Of course, I do a lot of yoga – but I've not done as much of that because life is a little different right now with a little little kiddo and just time. But I've been okay with the consistent movement. Um, and I think for a lot of people, if you can just get up and walk, start there. Um, and then you'll start to feel really the changes. I mean, just regular movement, it, it does a lot of different things. Makes you feel good. Um, makes you want to do more. It's so good for your um, emotional and mental health. And um, that's, I think that's what I would start with. Okay. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. Any kind of travel. I just want to see as much as I can. Knowing, I get overwhelmed thinking about all of the different places on this earth that are, are just out there that never seen, never been around. And, you know, we're here in Muncie, Indiana. It's not, not super exciting. I mean, it is, but it's not. Um, so the more I can see and the more I can get out there, um, that, so any is travel there, de- destination. Is there a favorite destination that you'd like to make? Well, next year I turn 40 and I have talked my husband into going on a, um, a nice vacation. So we plan to go to Greece. Oh, Ooh, nice. Yeah. We've heard several people talk about Greece lately. So that must be like the place I think, to uh, go. Anna over there at uh, Nash FM. Didn't she go to Greece? I think, yeah, she just got yeah. back. Think, yeah. So. so maybe I need some tips. Okay. Because that's on our list. So I think I know an interesting tidbit about you. Okay. Did you used to be a cheerleader? A Colts cheerleader? Yes. I <laughs> oh, that's right. I know. I was waiting on you to ask it, husband, because <laughs> that seems like something you would talk about. But uh, so, that, yeah, tell that us, is true. Tell yes. us about, about that. Yeah. That. It's been a while. Um, back in the early 2000s. Ooh. It was right after high school. So I was pretty young. You have to be, I, I'm sure it's still the same. You have to be 18 um, to do it. And there's no like, there's no like cap. No cap. Oh, like, okay. you, you know, you'd be as old as you want and, and go try out for it. But yes, I did it for four years. It was while I was a 
student at Ball State, so I did a lot of commuting, but I wasn't alone. There was always a few other girls that were doing the same thing, so we would go to practices, and we would just commute and appearances and so on together. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Practices a couple times a week, lots of appearances, and um, during the season, we had 10 home games, and we didn't travel to away games unless it was a special occasion, such as a bowl game or whatnot. Um, My last year, I cheered. We the Indianapolis Colts were in the American Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons, and it took place in Tokyo, Japan. So wow. half of the squad, the veterans, and I was a veteran, so we were able to go over to Tokyo and spend um, a few days and perform throughout the game and you know with the other uh, Atlanta Falcons cheerleaders, spend some time there, did a little sightseeing. Um, I got to do an appearance at um, an army base there. The I got to ride in a Black Hawk helicopter, which was really cool. Interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's so cool. Yeah. Now, did you cheerlead in high school or not? Yes, I was a cheerleader in high school all throughout. When I was younger, I danced. Um, And so being a Colts cheerleader, even though it's a cheerleader, it's mostly dancing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, all the home games on the sidelines and do appearances beforehand. Um, You don't do it for the money. It does (laughs) not pay well. (laughs) <laughs> that is an experience that not everybody can say they have. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty neat to it be able w- to say I was a Colts cheerleader. Yeah, it was certainly a great experience and made a lot of wonderful friends throughout my time there. And I would totally do it again if I wasn't, you know, so much older. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they would take me. I don't think they would take me. But, yes, it was super fun. We, however, I don't know if it's still like this, but so most games on Sundays traditionally are at 1 o'clock, um, our time anyways, and we would have to be there at like 6 in the morning, Oh wow. 6, 6.30 in the morning, wow. because we had to have our field rehearsal, and so we had to be, we had to have our field rehearsal, and we were, we had to be on the field and get it done before everybody else came in, before all of the TV crews, tech crews, and the team, and the players, everybody came in, so we would get on the field early, then we get to go back to the locker room and chill for a little bit, get ready, eat some lunch and then the game lasted three hours so it was so a it's like very a long day. day situation a very okay. very long day but yeah now do they have like reunions and things for mm-hmm. past cheerleaders things like that yeah. i think i've seen that online you've gone down there before and- yep every five years we have a really big reunion where um, all the alumni come together and so we get to perform at a halftime show and they usually split us up into like groups that the women that we we cheered with those years and so each group gets showcased and you get your own little part of the performance um, and then leading up to that there's usually a dinner where you can you know have a plus one come and and then some other events to that lead up to it so it's they they do it really well and it's fun it just kind of brings back all of those memories and get to revisit some of us you know have stayed connected but it's always fun to see others and then it's also allowed me to connect with some of the other women around here in this area that have been cheerleaders ones that I didn't cheer with but whenever I talk to people they're like oh do you know so and so I'm like no we didn't cheer at the same time but now I get to connect with them too now it's time for the lightning round quick questions quick answers (laughs) <laughs> I will number try. One, number one question. What's your favorite band or artist? I have a lot, but I'll go with fun. 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 Mm-hmm. With a period. F-U-N. Fun. Okay. Do you remember Some Nights? Yeah. That's fun. Also, uh, we, we Are Young? Yep. 
I love that you got song. It. Yeah. Okay. I still play that at, yeah. uh, at some gigs. Yeah, you're talking to Mr. DJ Man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Too. yeah, I, I went to a couple of their concerts. But I, I like a lot of different music. I like that lead singer. He went off. Nate Roos. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did uh, some solo stuff. And so did one of the anymore. other guys. He's um, oh, really? Bleachers. Have you oh, heard of Bleachers? Okay. Yeah, I've heard of them. Jack Ant- Antonoff? I don't. Anyways, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Neither. Okay. At all. Oh, if I could pick, I would. It would probably be early bird because the days that I have to get up early, it feels a lot better. But I always got to set that alarm clock and hit the snooze a little bit, and then you know I'm ready for bed at a decent time. Sounds good. What's your favorite book? Pass. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm. Yeah. I wish I'm trying really hard to read more and to get more into books, but. I love listening to podcasts, so that's where I'm at right now. Me too. Um, that's yeah. okay. Yep. So. And you got all those kids and things and stuff that just doesn't leave a lot of time it's for It's hard. You got a favorite children's book that you read to them or anything? Um, yes. Hop a Million. Have okay. you heard of that, no, song? that one? Okay. Yeah, Hop I've had that with my first son, Asher. It's called Hop a Million. It's a cute book, and so we still have it, so the little one will get to hear that too. Okay. Have you ever met anyone famous? Um, I have met Peyton Manning okay. and a few of the other Colts players back when, Edron James, Marvin Harrison. Um, so I have pictures with them and then just some other things. When I was at the Y, when Florida Georgia Line was here in town, they came to the Y to work out. So I got to meet them. I think that's probably about it. Oh, I mean, there's some a, pretty a good, good, other, good yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you ran into some people during those Colts uh, experiences. Yeah, there. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, um, just one? No. <laughs> or as many as you want to list. That's fine, too. Okay, so I am really into, like, the – well, not really into, but I really like scary movies. Okay, movies. yeah. Um, and even, like, the kind of twisted ones, like American Horror Story. Oh, I really yeah. like that. Oh, okay. yeah, we've been watching that. Yeah. Well, about so, the Saw series. Yeah, I totally get into oh, Saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is my husband is not interested in any kind of scary movies, so I always choose to – watch them when he is out of town so mm-hmm. when i'm home by myself or whatnot which is never a worst, good idea worst time to watch i know yeah. it is but yeah so I, I i enjoy those i guess no i love it uh, we are too when i first met matt i was like have you seen saw and he's like what are you talking about what kind of psycho are you yeah that's so, 2006 <laughs> i guess that movie came out like a yeah. couple years beforehand so i made him watch it with me and he's like this is terrible but now now and he, then every October we would watch a Saw movie because the, that's when they were yeah, coming that's out. Yeah, always they come out, and that's uh-huh. also like around our anniversary. So we're like, "Happy anniversary! Let's Yay. go see Saw!" <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a new Halloween movie coming out yeah. with Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm like, "Is this? Is he ever going to die?" No, no. But yeah, so yeah. that's like coming Jason, out. Like, I know. We'll see if he. I don't know. Hellraiser, the whole be. series. There. <laughs> well, speaking of, what's your favorite movie? This is a complete turn. Um, I would say I love Indiana Jones. So any of those, because I could watch three. them over and the first three. Right, not yeah. the fourth well, one. What about that fourth one? I mean, I'll watch the fourth one. But like I the can, first three, well. I could watch over and over what's again. What's your favorite one of the first three? Um, what What's the one when the boulder is Oh, that's the first in? one. Yeah. Is that the very first uh, one? Is that that's Raiders not of Raiders? the Lost Ark. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. That, that's that kind of set one. that tone for yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. So. I like the one that everybody else hates. So that Temple of Doom. Yeah. She likes that. Oh, one. I like it. He she reaches in his heart. Heart thing. Yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, <laughs> it's goofy <laughs> and weird, Thank and you. everybody thinks it's the dumbest one. But I like it. I don't know. What's your hidden talent? Ooh, I can spin a basketball on my finger. Oh, uh-huh. you know. I've been able to do that since 
mm, probably this before I went into high school, somewhere before high school. Okay. So it was always a fun trick to do. I was a cheerleader. Right. So, so when we went to Wapahoney, we didn't have football. So we just cheered at basketball. Right. So that was, you know, I'd pick up a basketball and spin it on my finger on okay. the sidelines. That's pretty. That That's was pretty my talent. Do you sing in the shower? No. I don't sing any. Well, in the car by myself, but no, not in the shower. Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars 100%. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. Boom. <laughs> is this divided house? Is no, I am Star She doesn't care about either one. Okay. <laughs> Don't care about either one. I really wasn't into it until I married my husband. And then when some of the, the newer New ones were coming out, he brought me up to speed. And so, yeah. I was into not it. into it until I married my husband, too, and I still don't care about it. <laughs> now, all my kids know every line by heart, yeah. you know, of a, all six movies now. So. Audia just got a Star Wars book from the library, and she's so jazzed about it. And I started started reading it to her last night. I'm like, this is boring, and I can't pronounce these names, and I don't care about any of the stuff I am reading. But she likes it. And is interested, so we'll read it. It's fine. <laughs> we do it for the kids. We do. What's your most used emoji on your phone? Um, probably the girl that has her hands up, like palms up, like, I don't know, like kind of shrugging her shoulders. Is yeah, that what that is? Shrug. You know the what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that kind of one. There you go. Probably. That or the yoga one. The namaste. I think you're the first one. person who said, said the that. The yoga one. one. Yeah, yeah, where they're sitting cross-legged, you know, yeah. doing this little meditative state. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Thanks. It was great to be here. (laughs) Bye. You know, I'm more of a paperless person. I know you are. I don't like a lot of paper. And I don't use a lot of paper. (laughs) And we bought this basically paper company. Well, you know, <laughs> generally speaking, I am not a giant paper person either. And in fact, when I worked for a different company yeah. years ago, I transitioned them from paper to paperless. So like I am generally a paperless kind of person. But William Sprinting. Well, printers in general and even me, you know, okay. We work with tangible products with, with paper. With paper. Like I love different kinds of paper. I love different textures and finishes. I love all that stuff. What I don't love is all the paperwork, like the paperwork that goes with all of it. Yeah. And Matt loves to give me give me all kinds of crap for it, but like uh, there is always paper on my desk. We have acquired a mountain <laughs> of paper. That and, is in these giant file cabinets, metal file cabinets that are so heavy they are like tanks. They they are. They're, so we got how many? Six file We've cabinets? We've gotten uh, six so far. <laughs> yes. We have six file cabinets from Williams Printing, which is good because I need these. It's got all of the specifications, got samples of every job, everything I need to produce the same quality of work that Williams Printing did and all of that, I have at my disposal. So... I need these things. Now, Matt is like, seriously, do I do we need all of these things? To which I say, yes, yes, we do. Because printers love to hoard paper and files and paperwork. <laughs> so we go over to Williams Printing to acquire the paper. Yes, <laughs> the, yes. The filing cabinets. <laughs> and so quickly realized that, yeah, they're, they're heavy tanks of uh, paper. Pa- I mean, metal. they are heavy. So we had to empty out the bottom two drawers, and we had these boxes that you brought us, thank yes. goodness. But 
each drawer took two boxes, so we we had to take out four boxes of paper just from the bottom two drawers. <laughs> so wheel it over to the truck somehow, like tip it in. <laughs> Get it in there, take it out to our house, which uh, was like, I don't know, three three miles out Not there. very far, Not very but far still, take it to our house, tip Had it to back tip out. It back out, <laughs> and then put all the stuff back in because we have cats and barn animals and things like that, and we want to keep it nice. Well, yeah, so. we want to keep it nice. So, yeah, it's It been... was a long day for all just, of us. <laughs> just six, yeah, six filing cabinets. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know what? I'm so glad we have it. I did... I lost my mind a little bit during... Oh, you lost it. <laughs> Even she though... was very mad that we did not take her seriously, that we needed like 10 people to do this. Well, I was like, listen here, we have six file cabinets. There is a lot of paper. They are very heavy. I want them out today. We are getting this done. And Holden was like, oh my goodness, calm down. <laughs> now we gave ourselves a window of two hours. Yes. Which we accomplished the mission within that two hours, somehow, someway. We did. We had like 20 minutes to spare. So that was yeah. Good. Once I figured out we had to do like take the files out to actually move the apparatus, Yeah. Uh, then, and we then made, it became a little more easier. We had a system. We came up with a system and it worked out. Even Audia got in on the action. She was helping me. Now I did find out that she didn't exactly stack them the way I told her to, which is fine. But so when I was putting the files back in the cabinets, I'm like, oh, these aren't in numerical order. Uh, but... But it brought me back to my days of, people may not know this, when I first started working in the professional field after my Bible college degree, I started working at Dave & Buster's corporate office. So, you know, the restaurant, arcade, barcade, I think is what they call it. I worked in their corporate office and I started as a file clerk. Like my whole job was to sort and organize files. And then when the accountants needed a file, they'd come to me. They had to fill out like a little checkout card and I would get the file for them, give it to them. It was like a library for like accounting files or whatever. So, Which has been uh, like the internet replaced all Well, of yes, the internet replaced <laughs> all of that. And then I helped because all of the stores from yeah. around the country would send in their invoices and code like where they wanted the their expenses to go. Their paper to invoices to us. They would send oh them gosh. to us. We would key them in. Then we would file them in file cabinets. And if we needed them later, we could find them. So now, anyway. you millennials, you'll have to ask your parents about this because <laughs> it was common to... Touch paper many, oh, many times. Yes. So like every day we'd have a FedEx shipment come with invoices from our stores. So anyway, I led them through the pro. I helped lead them. I was not in charge, but I was in charge for our department. I helped lead them from paper to paperless. So they stopped sending in all those and then they scanned them in and it magically was wonderful. Well, I'm anyway. hoping you can take us back to paperless when you get through all these files. I'm getting there. We are digitizing <laughs> them as we go. So it's it's all going to be good. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone gone boss. boss.